from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Live from America. It is, today is February 17th. Ladies and gentlemen, it is already February 17th, year of our Lord, 2021, and I just want to thank you all so much, as I do every day, from the bottom of my heart, for coming in and spending your time here with me on Live from America, um, and, and just giving me your attention, and giving me your trust, and just, you know, your support, and being here for me. This has been a life-changing experience for me, just know that everything that I have done in the last couple months is literally only by the grace of God and by the support of every single one of you. Let's give some live shout-outs this morning to Con Zilk from Wisconsin. And let's see, Brandon Kellender says, shout-out from, from Brandon from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. We have Dave Gaudet from New Jersey in the house. Thank you very much. Natasha Carter says, God is showing truth. God is good every day and every day. God is good. You are completely right about that. Amanda Wiley says, shout out from central Pennsylvania. We have Jen McCready from Nebraska. She says, having a rough morning, praying it gets better. Well, uh, we're going to be praying for you here in just a second, Jen. And uh, we know you'll be able to get through whatever um, the devil decides to throw at you today, as long as you have. Jesus, walking right by your side. Debbie McDonald from Minnesota. How you doing? We have Julie Sims, a fellow New Hampshireite. Thank you very much for joining in, Julie. Hopefully um, you can vote for me when I decide to run for office. Anita Brown, again from Pennsylvania. April Yang from Oregon. Terry Stone says, what up? What up, Terry? I appreciate it, man. Hey, while we're doing shout-outs, guys, if you could do me a favor and copy the link below, go over to your Facebook pages and your groups and just post the link. It literally takes about 10 seconds to do the entire thing. I would appreciate that Dan Hoffman from the from Southwest Michigan, Pam Ford from Oklahoma. How are you? Ter- Tammy Erickson from Wisconsin, Sean Schroeder from Utah, the owner of www.light-speed-ecommerce.com. How you doing, buddy? Jess Hilty says hello. Uh, good morning from Indiana, and Steve Colon says you are awesome. No, Steve, you are awesome. Jesus is awesome, and all glory goes to God in heaven. Now, I will tell you, before we get started here, ladies and gentlemen, a lot of people have, uh, you know, very strong opinions about me giving shout-outs and about me wearing glasses. Well, I just want to kind of give you the history on that. When I started doing Live from America five years ago, four years ago, I uh, I always gave live shout-outs to people, and that was for two reasons. One, because I always wanted this to be a very interactive show. You never get interactive shows, and I always wanted to be able to interact with, like, you know, you know, Seculow and Bannon and all of them on their, on their platforms and Tucker, and you can't do that. So I always wanted this to be that way, and it also gives people an opportunity to um, to share the video out and to get people to get notified uh, before they come in and we start giving the word of God and the news. Now, as with the glasses, the reason why I started wearing the glasses, ladies and gentlemen, was because, first of all, the bright lights that were in my eyes and uh, the fact that it was just more of an opportunity to promote the red, white, and blue. And I always wore my American sunglasses. That's how people knew who I was. They'd be like, hey, the guy that wore the sunglasses. So I figured, hey, why not make it part of the brand? Why not do something different and go outside the norm? So that, if you're brand new to the show, that is why we do 
what we do here. It's a little bit different, but I like it, and I hope you guys like it as well. The other thing that we do is we start giving our love, our honor, our attention, and our worship before every show to God Almighty and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And in the in the uh, the respect and 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 um and 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 the you know the honor of of the Jewish faith as well. Um, you know the start of of Lent is today as well for Catholics. And uh, and you know what I try to do? I try to follow um, traditions of Jews. I try to follow the traditions of uh, some of the traditions of Catholicism, um, just out of respect and, and and ways that I think bring me closer to God and walk uh, more in line with Jesus. So you know I'm a, I'm kind of a new aged uh, Christian. Uh, I'm not very very well versed. In verses, you, I can't point you to a verse uh, on the top of my head like people who grew up with the Bible. But what I do is I speak from my spirit. And my spirit will, will quote scripture without even me knowing it <laughs> a lot of times. Uh, it, it's, it's odd, but it's, it's just the way God works, ladies and gentlemen. So I just, want to, um, I just wanted to, to, to lay that out there for you. Now, today's verse of the day um, is going to be from Luke 9.23. Uh, and 24. Now, if you signed up for the newsletter, ladies and gentlemen, um, then you uh, get morning Bible verses and prayers and kind of my little, um, you know, a little bit of a description of how that affects my life and, and kind of how my life coincides with that verse. Uh, so if you haven't signed up for the newsletter, please do so. And uh, I'll read it to you now. Uh, Luke 9, 23 through 24. It says, and he said to them all, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whosoever, for whosoever will save his life shall lose it. But whosoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. So um, it's really odd. It's not odd. It's just wonderful, actually. The, the, the amazing way that God works, ladies and gentlemen, is before I even read that verse this morning, I was talking to my middle daughter, and if you're part of the newsletter, then you know this, and I was speaking to her about how it must have felt to be a disciple. How it must have felt, ladies and gentlemen, to be uh, Paul during the, I mean, um, uh, Peter during the storm and seeing Jesus out on the water and being able to have that faith to step out and how scary that must have been with the storm, um, you know, whipping around and the, and the waves and the scariness of dying in that tiny little rickety boat. How that must, try to put yourself in that position. Try to put yourself in the sandals or the shoes of the disciples and what they dealt with. They lived very hard lives. They lived very harsh lives. They were under the rule and they're under the thumb of the Roman Empire. They lived very poorly. And then all of a sudden, here comes this guy right? Who they don't really know if he's the Messiah or not. They, 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 you know, the, the Holy Spirit touches them and they make the decision to follow him. But even all the way up until his resurrection, they still had, you know, certain, some of them still had their doubts. Can you imagine what the, 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 the kind of faith that it must have took to say, you know what, I'm just going to leave my family. I'm going to leave my job. I'm going to leave everything I ever knew. And I'm just going to follow this guy. And, and to me, ladies and gentlemen, what that can you imagine that happening today? Can you imagine somebody coming knocking on your door? How are you doing, Martha from New Hampshire as well? Can you imagine somebody knocking on your door and saying, hey, and you know, saying what Jesus said to the disciples? It would be very difficult for us to do so, and I don't want that to be the case. I want to be able to have faith bigger than a mustard seed. You know what I mean? So um, to, to me, 
that verse really hit home to me today. And it really made me think, wow, we really have to carry our crosses daily and we have to do our part. Christianity is not like a half-hearted thing. Christianity is you're all in or you're not. Because look what the disciples did. They were all in, ladies and gentlemen. They were all in. So I just want to, um, you know, I just wanted to, to, to get, that out, uh, get that out to you guys and let you understand kind of where I was coming from with that verse this morning. Now, let's uh, say the Lord's Prayer, and then we'll get right into the news because we got a lot of it, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, share the video, like the video, and subscribe, and click the notification bell so you always get notified, okay? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Right, ladies and gentlemen? Woo! Uh, Helen says, I love this show. Well, I love the fact that you watch the show. I appreciate it. Um, Alberta says, once again, YouTube is not notifying me. As long as you know that the show is at 11 and 5 every day, YouTube doesn't have to notify you. Just go to my website. It will prompt you to come right to the live video. You click it, and it brings you right to the live video. So don't worry about the notification and don't rely on the notification. Rely on 11 and 5 Eastern Time every day. Okay, ladies and gentlemen? All right, let's get into it. Um... Last night, yesterday, President Trump eviscerated, scorched, literally destroyed Mitch McConnell and the GOP, basically, the grand old party, in a statement coming from himself. And I'm going to read it for you in case you have not heard it, in case you have not uh, read it, or in case nobody's shared it with you. Now, I know most of you have seen this. If you follow me on Telegram, Live from America with Jeremy Harrell. If you follow me on uh, any platform, uh, you'd be. Uh, I posted this last night. So let me read this to you. It says, The Republican Party can never be respected or strong with political leaders like Senator Mitch McChina. Now, he says Mitch McConnell, but, you know, that's just how I say things. Um, at its helm. Uh, McConnell's dedication to business as usual, status quo policies, together with his lack of political insight, wisdom, skill, and personality, has rapidly driven him from majority leader to minority leader, and it will only get worse. The Democrats and Chuck Schumer play McConnell like a fiddle. They'll, uh, they've never had it so good, and they want to keep it that way. We know our America First agenda is a winner not McConnell's Beltway first agenda or Biden's America last. In 2020, I received the most votes of any sitting president in history, almost 75 million. Every incumbent House Republican won for the first time in decades, and we flipped 15 seats, almost costing Nancy Pelosi her job. Republicans won majorities in at least 59 of the 98 partisan legislative chambers, and the Democrats failed to flip a single legislative chamber from red to blue. And in Mitch's Senate, quote, Mitch's Senate, <laughs> in quotes, um, over the last two election cycles, I have single-handedly saved at least 12 Senate seats, more than eight in 2020 cycle alone, and then came to and then came the Georgia disaster, where we should have won both U.S. Senate seats, but McConnell matched the Democrat offer of $2,000 stimulus checks with, um, with 600 How does that work? 
It became the Democrats' principal advertisement and a big winner for them it was. McConnell then put himself, uh, one of the most unpopular politicians in the United States, into the advertisements. Many Republicans in Georgia voted Democrat or just didn't vote because of their anguish of their inept governor, Brian Kemp, Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, and the Republican Party for not doing its job on election integrity during the 2020 presidential race. It was a complete election disaster in Georgia and certain other swing states. McConnell did nothing and will never do what needs to be done in order to secure a fair and just electoral system in the future. He doesn't have what it takes, never did, and never will. Now it continues to go on and on and on. Actually, the, the next line says, my only regret is that McConnell begged for my strong support and endorsement before the great people of Kentucky in the 2020 election, and I gave it to him. He went from one point down to 20 points up and won. How quickly he forgets. Without my endorsement, McConnell would have lost and lost badly. Now his numbers are lower than ever before. He is destroying the Republican side of the Senate and in doing so seriously hurting our country. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't need to read the rest. You kind of get it. You kind of get exactly what he's saying and exactly where he's coming from. He's completely uh, validated and, and, and very it's, it's legit what he's saying. Everything he's saying is exactly true. And what that really is, ladies and gentlemen, that's not just him coming out and, you know, uh, scorching somebody like he's used to doing on Twitter and other, uh, and other sites. No, 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 ladies and gentlemen. What that is, what you just saw, is President Trump literally taking control of the GOP taking control of the GOP and and uh, cementing his America First agenda back into the mix, ladies and gentlemen. Someone said your camera is shaking. Oh, I'm sorry about that. I, I'm very sorry about that. And I'm actually watching the feed, and it looks very... Uh, it looks very grainy too. I hope uh, I hope you can actually see it a little bit better than I can see it. But as I'm watching, it, it looks very grainy. So uh, hopefully that that works itself out. Um, so what that is, ladies and gentlemen, is him, him taking the party back over again. The America First gen, uh, agenda is back uh, alive and well, and that's him cementing himself as the leader of the Republican Party. So um, just wanted to uh, read that for you, and then coming right off of that, uh, Senator. Lindsey Graham, who's definitely a fair weather fan. Let's face it, ladies and gentlemen. Lindsey Graham is a fair weather fan. God bless him for what he tries to do. But when he thought President Trump was down and out, he was running his gums and saying some pretty terrible things about President Trump and his supporters. But now that he knows that President Trump is the leader of the Republican Party, whether they like it or not, now he's back being a Trump friend again. Okay? So he just blows in the wind and blah, 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 blah. And, and wherever he lands, he lands. But he came out yesterday and said, uh, Trump is the key to the GOP winning back the Senate majority in 2022. He told Fox News on Tuesday that unless the Republican Party has the backing of former President Donald J. Trump, then the GOP doesn't have a quote here, snowball's chance in hell of taking back the Senate majority in the 2022 midterm elections. And ladies and gentlemen, he's right. He's 100% right for all of his faults, for all of his fair weather, blowing in the wind ways that he, that he lives by. He is 100% correct. They cannot survive. They will never win. They will never move forward without President Donald J. Trump. Period. So Lindsey Graham was actually uh, correct when he said that. Um, I also want to talk about GOP. The GOP this morning... 
um, in, a, in a piece written by Matthew Boyle from Breitbart News, said that the Republican State Leadership Committee launched an effort on Wednesday, which is today, to fuel election integrity measures in the state legislatures across the country. This is how they are going to restore election integrity and make sure that this kind of stuff that happened in 2020 doesn't happen again. Okay, now, whether they're successful or not, that completely depends on how much they want to get behind Donald Trump and that machine, which is you and me, the power, which is you and me. We can restore election integrity again. We can make sure that we make the, the, the stuff that happened doesn't happen again. Like I said, on that scale anyway, that was a one and done. That was a one and done, but it's only a one and done if we get behind President Trump as a party and unify. Without, without him at the helm, it doesn't get done. It doesn't get done unless each one of us in our states work tirelessly in order to make it happen, in order to make it happen, which we should be doing anyway, which is what I've been saying we should be doing anyways, but we need somebody like Trump at the helm in order to restore election integrity and make sure that the stuff that just happened in 2020 doesn't happen again. So the RSLC, which is the Republican State Leadership Committee, um, is the the arm of the GOP that oversees electing electing and protecting state legislature and state Senate officials in state houses coast to coast, as well as electing GOP secretaries of state in all 50 states announced Wednesday morning a commission to highlight and put forward legislative solutions to stop voter fraud and secure American elections. The commission, co-chaired by Alabama Secretary of State John Merrill and Michigan State Senate Ruth Johnson, will consider ideas from state lawmakers nationwide to develop best practices and recommendations for bills that legislatures coast-to-coast should pass into law to secure elections in the future. Basically, ladies and gentlemen, what that's saying is we need to make sure that these state legislators this time have the, uh, the, the knowledge, the education, the courage, and the determination to make sure that this stuff doesn't happen again before an election, not after an election. Okay, that is why, ladies and gentlemen, half of them didn't even know that they had the power until Rudy Giuliani and uh, Rudy Giuliani and, and, and Jenna uh, Ellis started going around and doing this tour that they did. Half of them didn't even know they had the power to do what they told them to do. Now that they do understand the power they have, and now that we do have more of a Republican state legislature uh, majority over over blue states, we have more red states than blue states and more uh, Republican legislatures than we do Democrat legislatures, now the key is to make sure that they not only put correct laws in place, but enforce them before an election enforce them before an election. Now, some of you and, and myself too go, well, it does. it's not going to matter. It's not going to matter. It will matter. It will matter if we get involved. The power belongs to you and the power belongs to me. The problem is, is this country gave the power to the federal government and the dirty politicians and the swamp donkeys like, Na- like uh, Stretchface Armstrong and Chuckle Schumer. We gave them the power a long time ago. We decided to have faith in our government like we're supposed to have faith in God. They'll just do it right. They'll, you know what, we'll just go to work eight hours a day, we'll raise our families, and we'll just let them run the government. They'll do it right. They'll do it honorably. No, they won't. Because as soon as you give them any kind of power, they will never give the power back. Ever. 
unless we take it back. Voter ID needs to be a thing. Paper ballots need to be a thing. Paper counting needs to be a thing on top of the state legislature, the body of the state legislature, um, putting forth correct election laws and enforcing them before an election. So as far as the paper ballots and, and the paper counting and getting rid of Dominion, that's all up to you in your state to put the pressure on the state government to get rid of those contracts. Somebody said fingerprints. Uh, Dor Dorothea Harvey says fingerprints for voting. Wouldn't that be something? That would ensure honesty and, and, and integrity back into it like that. You know what else would? Term limits. I mean, there are so many things that we've just given the federal government over the last five decades that we should have never given them. We should have never given, given them that power. It's now taking it back and changing things is extremely difficult, but it can be done. It can be done, ladies and gentlemen. Trust me, it can be. We just, we just gave up. You know, half of the reason that 2020, the 2020 election fraud happened was because we as people gave up. We just gave up. I gave up. You gave up. We all just gave up. We gave up rights. We gave up power. Uh, our, our, our parents did. Our grandparents did. Um, and now it's time for our generation. To, and I'm not just saying my generation at 41 years old. I'm talking about our generation as 80-year-olds, 70-year-olds, 60-year-olds, 50-year-olds, America. Americans, we need to work together while we're still here on this earth to make sure that our kids, our grandkids, and their kids um, have a lot better of a, of a government than we have. All right? Now, I don't mean to, uh, McKenna says, I didn't give up. Uh, I'm not, you know, specifically, not you specifically, but we as a people gave up is what I really meant there when I said that. Um, so moving on, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about resident corn pop for a minute because he is in the news and uh, he falsely claims him and uh, Kamala Harris, who now seems to be taking calls for him with other foreign leaders like Justin Trudeau and Macron from France. Why is she having conversations with them? Well, we know why. It's why Nancy Pelosi wanted the 25th Amendment last year so badly, because they knew they were going to do what they did in the election. They knew that COVID-19 was going to be an excuse for mail-in ballots. They knew they had $500 million from, um, from Zuckerberg, and they knew they were going to do ballot harvesting. They knew the outcome of the election before the election even happened, no matter how bad we tried to fight it. Okay, So they put in this, they, they, they reinforced the 25th Amendment for, for times just like this, okay? But anyway, Biden and Kamala Harris both falsely claimed that, quote, we didn't have a vaccine when we came into office. What? What does that even mean? We didn't have a vaccine when we came into office? Where do you think the vaccine came from? Where do you think the, even the thought and the idea of the fact that we have a vaccine came from? Who do you think created the, 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 um, the process in which these vaccines were, you know, warp speed ahead to get done who do you think did that where do, what are you talking about like they literally said this this is true not only did they say we didn't have a vaccine when we came into office but they also said they didn't have a plan they didn't have a plan and they didn't have a stockpile every bit of that is a lie every single bit of that is a 100 percent lie where's the associated press on that one where's lead stories where's usa yesterday and politifake where are all these people Where's the third-rate, third-party fact-checkers on Facebook and all these other places when they lie like that? Those are blatant lies. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. You lied. 
because you have a vaccine, number one, you had a stockpile, number two, and you also had a, uh, a process in which to get it out to the people who wanted it, which was using the National Guard to assist states that needed the help. Not to force it down people's throat or force it into their arm, I should say. The entire plan was there. The infrastructure was there. The vaccines were there. Now, I'll never take that vaccine, but for the people who want it, it was there. You lied. You lied, Corn Pop, and you lied, Kamala, and you knew it. And you know you're lying, and all you're trying to do is make it look like you're the heroes that get the vaccine out when the whole world knows. The whole world knows. So they lied on that one. Um, moving on, actually, let's talk about, let's continue to talk about Resident Corn Pop. Let's talk about his little uh, CNN, um, you know, town hall that he did last night with Anderson Cooper. Okay, number one, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna first, the, the words I'm gonna use right now, the one word that I'm gonna use to describe everything about that town hall meeting or whatever the heck it was last night was weak. W E A K A K exclamation point. Weak. He was weak in what he said. He mumbled through everything. He lied about a thousand times. Where are the fact checkers on that one? And he was weak. And he came across as weak. He did not come across as a commander in chief. He did not come across as anybody who any other government or any other world leader or any other dictator would 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 fear. Um, he came across as plain out flat weak and every other government like Iran and China and North Korea and Russia all now know that they can have their way with Biden and they can make him bend his knee to them any time they want. Softball questions, lying answers, and weakness. That's what I noticed when I watched what I, the parts that I did watch. Okay, He made disgusting statements, ladies and gentlemen, absolutely disgusting and flat out um, basically very provocative and, 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 and enticing for world leaders in Iran and in China. He made very crazy statements about the cultural, um, uh, the cultural norms of genocide. Literally, if you go back and watch that, I don't know if you watched it or not, and I didn't watch the whole thing, but the way that he propped up uh, genocide in, in, in China and other places where it's, where it's, uh, quicker, easier, and, and, and less expensive to just kill people that you don't want around or that you don't agree with. He basically made it, it said it's a cultural norm for that to happen. Are, what are you even talking about? Is this the America? Is this the United States leading the way? Is this the leader of the free world who's trying to lead by example talking here? No. This is Mr. Harry Legs himself who loves kids sitting on his laps and talking about um, uh, cockroaches. And, and all this other craziness and playing Mario Kart with his, with his uh, grandkids while people are dying and suffering and corona, coronavirus is just killing everybody, right? Apparently, especially in New York under Cuomo. But this guy is so weak. And then he says that it's a cultural norm that countries commit genocide. There's nothing normal about genocide, dum-dum. What are you talking about? And I just, I bet you that some dictators loved to hear that. And he gave props to people like Xi Jinping. He gave props to people like the Ayatollah. He gave props to people like Kim Jong-un. He gave props to people like um, uh, uh, Putin. And I'm not saying specifically to them, but he gave props to those kinds of people. And he's in bed with China. Of course he is. He makes all, him and his family make all their money from that kind of stuff. 
But he gave props and he, and he basically put them up on a pedestal and, and legitimized them and pandered to them while he mumbled his way through everything. No answers on anything that we needed answers on, like kids going back to school. Let's get a, de a definite date. Nope, there was no definite date. There was just like, we hope this will happen. Then we want to get an answers on when we're going to stop wearing masks and social distancing and having lockdowns everywhere. Nope, no answer on that either. Nope, just mumbling his way through things and hoping that he could get out of there as soon as possible. You know what I mean? And I love when he's like... <laughs> I don't love it. I can't stand it. But when he's uh, when he's giving speeches or when he's talking to the media and then he, he, he realizes he shouldn't have said that, he goes, oh, well, maybe I shouldn't have said it like that. Maybe maybe I shouldn't have worded it like that. Oh, maybe I shouldn't maybe I shouldn't have said it in that way. Shut up. Just shut up. Put your mask on and get off the stage. Go play with your dogs because nobody wants to hear what you're selling except for Anderson Cooper. Nobody wants to hear it. You're a liar. You're a liar in chief. You're a resident. You're not a president. You were, you were selected by the swamp, not elected by the people. That's why you won't have um, you know, public events with the people that you uh, su supposedly represent. That's why you won't talk to world leaders yourself because just, just shut up. I mean, this isn't coming from a professional point of view. This is coming from my own personal opinion. Just shut up. Seriously. Don't even bother getting out of bed. Stay in bed, color with your crayons, and just pretend to be the president. You know what I mean at this point? Just stop. It's only been, what, a month? I can't even take it anymore. I, I literally can't. And I'm just, it's, it, it's so weak. He's so weak. And, and, and you know that's what the rest of the, the, uh, the world feels as well. Um, anyway, let's uh, move on to more people that are weak like him. Uh, John Sullivan. So John Sullivan is the BLM Antifa operative who, who uh, basically led the charge to storm the Capitol. Uh, not a patriot. Not a uh, Trump supporter, not a believer of the Make America Great Again agenda, not a, not a believer in the America First agenda. No, no, no. He's BLM and Antifa through and through. So he got arrested. We all know this. And uh, then he violated his... Um, violated his, his bail uh, by getting on social media when he's not supposed to and by organizing events when he's not supposed to. Okay? But what we didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, is he was given... And I have the documents. I even posted the official documents, ladies and gentlemen, the official documents last night on, on, on Telegram uh, and on Parler. He was paid $35,000 from CNN, Communist News Network, and he was also paid $35,000, so that's a total of $70,000 if you don't do Common Core or white supremacy math and you just do regular math that we learned when we were in school. That's $70,000 that he was paid by Communist News Network and by NBC for his footage of breaking into the Capitol building and doing the destruction that he did. So not only, ladies and gentlemen, did his, did his bail not be revoked, not only did he, um, is he not sitting in prison where he should be, but he's also being paid $70,000 by these news networks for exclusive rights to his footage of breaking the law and, and basically uh, pinning it on Trump supporters. 70 grand for his evil ways. 70 grand for his crimes. $70,000 because he is BLM and Antifa. That's where all... It, it, it's so sickening. It really is. It's At this point, ladies and gentlemen, it's just like... Uh, $70,000? Meanwhile... Uh, what is it? Uh, Cowboys for Trump or Tex uh, uh, Cowboy Texan for Trump? I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm not saying it right, but he's isn't he still in jail? Isn't he still in jail because he won't say 
that uh, that Biden won fairly. He's still sitting in jail in D.C. Maybe he's out by now. I don't know. But the last I heard, he was still in jail because he won't admit that Biden actually won because we all know that he didn't. Meanwhile, this guy's getting paid $75,000 for his footage of breaking into the... Come on, man. Just gets weirder and weirder, folks. It just gets weirder and weirder. But guess what? Evil is being exposed. The truth always comes out and evil will not prevail. I can guarantee you that. I can guarantee you that it never has and it never will. And the only reason that I'm reporting on it is so that you know the truth. Because without the truth and without this kind of frustration behind what is being allowed, we'll never know how to fight. You need to know your enemy. And I'm not saying your enemy is a fellow American. I would love to see us all come together. Wouldn't it be great if we didn't have such a divide in politics? Wouldn't it be great if the American people did not allow politics to divide us? Before I move on to the rest of the story, uh, the rest of the stories, ladies and gentlemen, that I have to report today, let me just, let me just paint you a picture real quick, okay? You put two people in a room. And you ask them 10 questions and let those 10 questions reflect the basic desires, needs, and wants of an American citizen. And you ask them, would you like a safe community for your family to live in? Of course I would. Do you agree that everybody should have freedom, the freedom to choose what they want to do, go where they want to go, up to the legal limit without any kind of, you know, censorship or any kind of people stopping you. Most people would say, of course I want that. Do you want a drug-free community for your children to grow up in? Of course I do. Do you want the best education for your kids going to school um, that they could possibly get? Do you want them learning values? Do you want them understanding the value of family? Most people would say, of course I do. Now, you know, you got the crazies on, on one side or the other that wouldn't say that, but most people, the majority... And you would have everybody agreeing on pretty much the same exact stuff. But then you have them walk out of a room and have them put on a shirt or a hat of the politician that they represent and bring them back into that room. And all of a sudden you've created enemies. We have let politicians divide us so much, ladies and gentlemen, that we can't even have dialogue anymore. And in a perfect world, as a Christian, do you know how bad I would love that? Do you know how much I would love to be able to sit down with somebody who disagrees with me politically and make points back and forth without being so radical, uh, com- radicalized uh, stuff coming from the left? You know what I mean? It's like th- we've, we've allowed this to happen and we can't even have dialogue anymore, ladies and gentlemen. And it's actually sickening. It really is. And it's because of politicians, career politicians, and it's because they don't have term limits, and it's because they feel ladies and gentlemen, that they are kings and queens. And they're pushing agendas in schools. They're pushing sex education at such a young age. They're pushing that you can, um, that you can you know, go protest. They're teaching them how to protest, which protesting is a right, but they're not teaching them the right way to do it. They're teaching children who should not even be learning about this stuff right now. They should be learning about math and, and academics, you know, biology and science and stuff like that. They shouldn't be learning how to protest, but that's what you get. That's where you get. It, it, it's it's incredible. Um, so moving on from that story to a little bit better of a story, Florida Congressman, ladies and gentlemen, Representative Byron Donalds is lobbying and urges the New York Stock Exchange to leave the state of New York and move to the state of Florida and says there is um, no danger uh, the company will be hit with a tax on stock trades. And he's got a good point there, ladies and gentlemen, as we see this battle of New York versus Florida, Florida versus New York, uh, Cuomo versus DeSantis, 
Everything in the win column is in the Florida side. Everything in the losing column is the New York side. More people are leaving the state of, states of New York and California than any time in history, migrating to places like Florida and other places. And they're not even, a lot of them are, are left-wing people, and they're not even bringing their left-wing ideologies with them. Why? Because they want less taxes, because they want more freedom, and because they're starting to see what the far left has done to them and their children and their jobs, their 401ks and their futures. And, and, and I agree, man, I would love to see the stock exchange move to Florida. Wouldn't that be amazing? Wouldn't that be something? You know what I mean? Florida just continuing to be stronger and stronger under real leadership, under conservative leadership, because the conservatives believe the power should be with the people. And I'm not talking about the Mitch McChina conservatives or the mom jeans Mitt Romney conservatives or the, you know, uh, Adam Kissinger conservatives, because those people don't they're, they're not even on in, in the spectrum of real conservatism. All they want is jobs on CNN and they want to be, who knows what they want. They're just not, they're not conservatives. I'm talking about real conservatives. You know what I mean? And I loved, you know, Ron DeSantis has, his stock in my book has went through the roof. Ron DeSantis' stock in my book has went through the roof as a leader, as a governor, as a conservative, as a Christian. He's just, to me, I love that guy. And I love the, the, the leadership that he gives Florida. So wouldn't it be great? Uh, to see the the uh, New York Stock Exchange move to Florida. And, and Representative Byron Donalds, shout out to you, man. Shout out to you. Um, so moving on, uh, let's talk about Parler real quick. So yeah, Parler's back up. Yep, you're right. Parler is back up. I've been on Parler. I never even uh, de- deleted the app. And so I, I logged back in and I've been, you know, posting there, here and there. But then yesterday I see that Parler removes Milo Yiannopoulos. Why would they do that? Why would Parler remove Milo from their platform? What reason would they have on their first day back to remove Milo from their platform? Now, I know Milo is very outspoken. He's very you know pro- provocative. I get it, 100%. But to remove him on your first day back, what is that? Is that, is that, a, is that, a, uh, is that a play to show the, uh, the powers that be that, that you're conforming? I don't understand what that is. I really don't. It makes no sense to me what that is. They have censored Milo, and I don't know why. Did he did he do something wrong? Maybe you guys can help me. I didn't follow him, so I didn't know what he posted. But the fact that they did it on their first day back, what sense does that even make? Except to show the world, hey, look at us. We're not leaning one way or another. We're, we're, we're doing exactly what you're doing. You, look, ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to do that. You, you don't have to... to to do something like that to show the world that you're not who the world thinks you are. Like, why do that? That doesn't make any sense to me. So if, if anybody that knows why Milo was um, was censored from the platform and removed from the platform, uh, please let me know. I know Dan Bongino's a big owner, so please, you know, try to figure out, maybe we can ask Dan Bongino on his show. Now, a lot of people are continuing to still ask me where freedom is. Ladies and gentlemen, if I was the one that could pull the trigger on that, it would have been out last week like I, like I thought it was going to be. Um, but again, in the tech world, especially when it comes down to something like this, with ex- is extensive with live video, I mean, they're light years ahead uh, in their build. I know that for sure because I've spent time on the network on, on the private side of it. You know, it wasn't live. Um, it went live the other night for some testing, and I know like 650, 700 people just found it by, by accident and got on, and I've seen some of the reviews from those people, and they love it. They actually love it, you know, and it, it's a, it is a wonderful site, um, but again, I, I don't pull the trigger on that, and the minute that it's available, I promise you, you will be the first ones to know about it. Remember, as Christians, 
Patience is a virtue. Okay, so just continue to hold off for that. When it comes, it's going to come correct. It's going to come right and it's going to work and it's going to be amazing because it does have live video and I know a lot of these others don't, but I love Telegram. I'll tell you what, I'm not the hugest fan of Parler, but I love Telegram. Telegram is the bomb. So if you are over on Telegram, then follow my public page at Live From America. Okay, um, so I just wanted to touch on that real quick because I know a lot of people have been asking about that. All right. Another thing I want to touch on real quick, well, I don't, I don't want to talk about this, but I guess I have to, foreign agents pushing white, or excuse me, foreign agents are pushing anti-white wokeism to American public schools. Um, a far-left professor from Northwestern University and University of Essex in the UK, uh, Barner Heese, has developed a school curriculum that is based on a long career of craven bigotry bitter revenge and nasty racism against white people and he is getting feedback that here's what it is i'll just read it to you it is the eight white identities this is what they're pushing in public schools and they're bringing it into the united states these are the eight white identities that kids are learning this is another thing that kids shouldn't be learning this stuff you know what i mean and here are the eight white identities white supremacist okay white voyeurism White privilege, white benefit, white confessional, white critical, white traitor, and white abolitionist. Those are your eight white identities. And you must be one or the other, it says, if you are white, if you are Caucasian. Now, what happens if you're half white, half black? What if you, what if you have a white mom, but a black dad, or a black uh, mom and a white dad, or, a, or an Asian mom and a... Uh, white dad what, what what are you then are you half of are you half of these are you a half white supremacist and a half white um confessional or a half white ab abolitionist it doesn't even make any sense it's such a stu uh, uh, again ladies and gentlemen when the left tries to do anything about race it's the most racist thing that, that is being done on the planet everything that they try to do when they incorporate skin color and and this kind of um bigotry ladies and gentlemen is the most racist thing that is happening. Go back to what Morgan Freeman said. When Don Lemon, ugh, can't stand that guy, but when Don Lemon said to Morgan Freeman, how do we get rid of racism? Morgan Freeman said, stop talking about it. Because you and I, and at that time it was uh, President Obama, he said, you and me and Obama, we're proof that it doesn't exist. And Don Lemon couldn't stand that. He couldn't take that as an answer. But ladies and gentlemen, the people that are pushing it and talking about it are the most racist people on the planet. But again, in Democrat fashion, they point their problems somewhere else and say they're doing it. They cause insurrection, but say Trump did. They're the ones that didn't call for security in the National Guard, and they're the ones that, la that, that put the lack of security out there, but say it was Trump's fault. This is what they do. This is just what they do. White you're either one or the other. White supremacists, white abolitionists, white privilege, white voyeurs. Like, what, what is all this? It, it's so made up. It's, so, it's such crap. They don't even like talking about it. You know what I mean? Uh, but let's 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 talk about these groups that push this stuff like it's like it's a real thing. Nobody's talking about um, the the journalists and the two cops that were injured in New York City uh, from BLM in the last couple of days. Nobody's talking about that. Nobody's even speaking about that. But BLM had another protest. I don't know what they're even protesting anymore in New York City. Two cops were injured. A journalist was injured. 
Nobody's talking about that. They only want to talk about when people are injured when it comes from somebody that they feel like, like President Trump or somebody on the right. They only want to talk about somebody being injured, which is a fake injury, by the way, anyway, because what they do is they send busloads of people in to hurt people, and then they blame it on somebody speaking. They blame it on like a Milo speaking or a Ben Shapiro speaking. And then they, they purposely make sure that somebody's hurt so they can blame it on that person so they can have an agenda so they can run them through the mud for three days on, on mainstream media. How come nobody's talking about that? Why, aren't they, why isn't anybody talking about the two cops that were injured? Why? Because there was nobody on the right to pin it on. But that just happened in New York City. Nobody on the right to pin it on. Meanwhile, when there is something to pin on somebody, you know, like Andrew Cuomo actually making sure that people died, oh, that's just blown off. No, we don't want to talk about that. We don't want to talk about that. Uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I also want to touch on something real quick. The Save America Freedom Tour that I will be involved in starting at CPAC next week. The bus will be wrapped and we're starting at CPAC. And the first place that we are coming, I believe, is Pennsylvania in March. And the entire goal behind this is to get America back to basics, to return to what made us great in the first place. See that right back there? See the founding fathers, the people that were actually fighting for freedom in this country, that were fighting for people to be involved in their government, not a government that ruled the people, for us to be involved in our communities, for us to be involved in our school boards and stuff like that. That kind of message is what we're going to be sending on this bus. I don't know where in Pennsylvania yet, but I know Pennsylvania in March will be our first stop. I cannot wait to be partnered with the people that we're going to be partnered with to do this. I know America's Voice News is going to be big. If you don't watch America's Voice News, ladies and gentlemen. Definitely watch it by going to americasvoice.news every day. Go there. That's where you're going to find real news, ladies and gentlemen. They're on Roku. They're on Fire Stick. They're on Pluto. They're on Google uh, apps. They're on iOS apps. They are on um, Apple TV. There's plenty of ways to watch America's Voice News. And if you want to get away from places like Newsmax because you're sick of them and, and you want to watch things like OAN and Right Side Broadcasting, uh, you can also watch America's Voice News because, ladies and gentlemen, they're about giving America a voice again, giving you a voice again, the forgotten man and woman and child of this country. That is who we're going to come and speak to. We're going to hold town halls. We're going to educate people how to get back involved in their school boards and their local communities and their local politics and uh, their local elections. We're going to give people a voice. We're going to put them on TV and let them, let you tell us how um, you're affected by COVID, how your kids aren't back in school, how it's affected your job. The entire reason behind this is to give America a voice again. So we're going to be doing that. And yes, we'll probably be coming to a lot, probably every state, every state, in, at least in, you know, outside of Hawaii and, and Alaska, uh, we're probably going to be coming to every state. So I don't know the specifics behind the entire thing yet, but I'll be involved. America's Voice News will be involved. Freedom will be involved. And I just can't wait to, to give you more uh, about what's going to be happening, okay? Resident Corn Pop will not be with us. No, he will not be on that bus with us, ever. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you go to jeremyherald.com. Sign up for the newsletter so that you never, ever, ever lose touch with me again if some platform decides to, to leave. And also, right on the front page is all the platforms that I'm on. You click that, it'll take you right to where I am. So you never, ever have to lose touch ever again. 
and all of my new items are back on the store. Armor of God gear, uh, right way, wrong way, and Yahweh gear. Just click on any item in my store and it'll take you to all of the items in my store, all the coffee mugs, all the sweatshirts. I know a lot of you have been asking about that, so uh, check that out as well. And thank you guys so much for watching, listening, giving me your time, giving me your support. I'll see you tonight for more Live at Five, live from America with Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. God bless you. Remember, there's right ways, there's wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, your chest out, and your head up high, because you are a child of God. No weapon formed against you will ever, ever prosper. God bless you. God bless President Trump. God bless the United States of America. Have a wonderful rest of your day, and I'll see you tonight for more Live from America. Jeremy Harrell, signing out.